Hey everyone, hope we are all good. So, little intro for Jess in case you are not aware of who Jess Garrington is. She's actually just come off of the PCA Mercia where she won the overall. And interesting enough, I actually filmed this episode with her, I think like a couple of weeks before the P- Yeah, it was in between, it was around the Arnold's time. Um, and then I think she had like PCA like on the card. So I remember her saying, I think she did mention PCA Mercia on the episodes. I thought, oh, I might just hold this one back. But Jess is someone who I have known pretty much ever since she started competing. Um, and we've had quite a few conversations in the past where I remember very, very uh, vividly she had like, I remember she had, she basically had a moment where off season was getting a little bit tough. Um in relation to like the food and we go into this in quite a lot of detail but it's so cool to see her really after commission to such a long improvement season and kind of pushing past those boundaries that she did have to then see the improvements she has made and all the successes that she has had this year um it's just a really cool reminder for all of you to really commit to those improvement phases even though it does feel really hard and i'm saying this and someone that is having those bumps occasionally um, myself right now but I also want to mention there is a part of this episode where I kind of look like I'm like attacking Jess's mom and I'm definitely not I just know how it's like when you've got like that family member with the wedding situation and it gets a little bit just gets a little bit hated so yeah enjoy guys and Jess if you listen to this well done my love very 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 impressed to see everything you're doing this year and I'm excited to see what happens. I think you're doing PCA finals. I don't know if you are, but hopefully you are. And um, yeah, just congrats to you, mate, because you have done a fabulous bloody job. And it's worth noting as well, guys, that this podcast is in collaboration with my sister brand, who is Compaq. Compaq is the competing store for everything that you need leading up to your show. And not just that. It has all the information, all the tools that you will need to bring the best physique to the stage. So head over to www.compact.store or head over to Compact Women or Compact Men on Instagram. And yeah, support the sister brand and we'll see you guys in this episode. Hello. How's you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm all good. Um, You what, sorry? Happy peak week. I know it's coming around again so fast uh, I've just got back from cardio like just got in showered um hence the the look but this is literally what I rock at the moment to the point where like I didn't even recognize myself on show day <laughs> you're like who's this person even did my phone my phone password didn't recognize me either <laughs> you find that sometimes your phone does that like weird thing where it like picks up lo- like recurring people yeah, there's a really weird thing that happens on my phone, actually. Um, and it happens with Becky Stone. And, like, if we try and search each other for, like, birthdays, it just finds pictures of ourselves. <laughs> so weird. Literally, like, Mary Kate and Ashley, just, like, yeah. aligned, aligned. So how has things been then? Because, like, you've just done cardio. You're going into peak week. Are you, like, when's cardio stopping, do you think? Last peak week, it so at the moment it's fifty minutes, um, and it's been it's been fifty minutes for a, a, maybe like a month or so, maybe longer. Um, last peak week, it died down from the Monday to forty minutes. Woo! <laughs> when Cal sent it through, I was like, 
oh yay <laughs> how you're such a babe like yeah 40 minutes Monday Tuesday Wednesday 30 minutes Thursday 30 minutes then obviously I was on stage Saturday evening so it was completely different to any peak week I'd done before previous mm. weeks I'd like not had cardio for the last four weeks but obviously I had lost a lot of weight in previous preps and the whole aim was to bring me in a lot fuller mm. uh, it was it was no it was I feel like every peak week is is different for majority of people anyway um but yeah ev- I think everyone has this big this big image that peak week is all the hard yes all the hard work is done but that it's just a breeze but it's definitely not it's probably not like the hardest because especially, it's, yeah like, especially when like they're doing that like, for example if you've had no cardio that's an extra 50 minutes that you've got to like consume your brain with something else and I find that quite stressful because my brain's like do you give me too much airspace my brain just goes it goes on like a mad one yeah and when it was like the the I think it was the day before when I was to do absolutely nothing it hit me like I messaged Cal and I was like I feel horrendous today. And he was like, that's your body finally recovering because like not doing anything. I sat on the on the sofa and put on, what did I watch? I watched Dennis the Menace. You know, like the old school one. <laughs> Where did you find that? <laughs> For some reason, I just had it in my head. Like I was thinking of films with someone a few days before and I was thinking of that the, the homeless man in that used to scare me. And it's just like, it was pain in my head for ages. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to watch it. So random. <laughs> I hadn't watched that since I was, I don't know, about 10. But I was like, oh, it's just such an easy watch. And just you just do these random things, don't you? Yeah, because you hear people that like on show day, especially if bikinis on last, like they go to the bloody cinema. What? You know, I've never. No. So Heather, oh, I forgot bloody last name. I know I really want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so um she, yeah she goes to the cinema like of show day and she watched like some cartoon thing she goes it's the most chill thing ever she's like it's good quality obviously like films it's a massive fucking screen he's she's like you've got plenty of time she literally goes to the cinema i mean i tried to nap i'm not a napper anyway but i was like obviously in the room for all day with the show last week because it was obviously we were on so late i just I can't nap at the best of times, let alone on blooming show day. I was lying there and then you just have, I was just thinking of everything that I still needed to do. And I was just, it just wasn't, wasn't any love. I've definitely chilled all day though. Are you, do you find uh, previous preps that you've done or like previous like show day, like what is like show day Jess like usually? And what was show day Jess like last week or whatever it was? Uh, I'm normally really like excitable and I normally got like all my closest people around me and I like I'm quite a like I speak I speak really fast anyway so I'm quite conscious of not speaking really fast today but I'm quite excitable and I'm quite expressionate <laughs> um so I <laughs> I um I'm always like really hyped normally this show day was totally different I think I had a few people comment on how chilled I was but I was like in my head I, I I was the most unchilled I really wasn't I think I put a lot of pressure on myself this time um and obviously knowing how big the show was going to be 
I get, I get him. I'm the worst person for getting in my own head. Always. Always. Mm. Always. Having Beck with me the night before and the day um, helped me massively because she, she's just such a, like a chilled person anyway. And she's not, it's hard to say, but she just definitely kept my head screwed on. But I, I am that person that scrolls and find, tries to find people. Really? As much as I wish I wasn't that person, but I am, I am my, my worst, um, like not critic, because but that as well. But like I will just ruin things for myself. Mm. And I was determined to just enjoy showdown. I remember speaking to you at um, base. The base time I saw you. Yeah, it was. Mm. Um, the night before, and you were just like. You'd said you'd said something that I already knew anyway, but just hearing it as well, like fresh from someone else, that the last thing you want to do is go home and be like, oh, do you know what? I just should have bloody enjoyed the day. It's tough because um, it? I feel like you have like good cop, bad cop on on like your shoulders. You have like the good cop that's like, come on, this is the way you need to do things. Your bad cop's like, no, but it goes up in your head. So like, I completely get what you mean by that. Um, also question, do you, when you like try and figure out who's in your class, do you get it right? Because people don't realize how tall I am. So did that throw you off? Yeah, no, I actually didn't know anyone that was going to be in my height class um, for that show. Cause I always know I'm just, I don't even know normally what letter I am. I just know I'm the end one, <laughs> the same as you. Um, I met someone at registration well I didn't make them they were in front of me and I was like obviously it's so hard you're trying to like, eye people up there everyone's wearing baggy t-shirts but her height was like half a centimeter below mine and I was like to, I was like to, to Becca I was like she's, she's in my class I was like can you can you see what she looks like <laughs> but that was the only person but it was the the big it always is the biggest class mm. um, especially with two bros because it obviously goes in inches and then it's five foot seven and over I hate that. I know. I know. I do. Because then I've got like, there was one girl in my class that was um, five foot 11. That's is that, is that your height? Oh, no. I'm like way, way. I'm like um, super heavies in body, in body super heavy in bikini. <laughs> I'm like at heels. I think I'm 5'11 and a half. Yeah. So you would have been a bit taller than her because obviously it's without heels. But um, she, I was just like, it's just, she just looks so much taller than all of us. Um, and I've, well, it, I just think it's like, five foot seven is pretty average, I think. Is it five foot six? No, is it five foot six, the average woman? Hang on, I'm going to have to figure that out. I'm going to have to yeah. go. Average, this is what I love doing right, on these days. Average height of women in UK. Okay, we ready? Yeah. What? Okay, two, it says five foot three here. Are you joking? What? No, that's, that can't be right. From March 2022, the 11th to be... Nah, it can't be five foot three. Is that 2022? You searched that. Yeah. In, in England? Yeah. Well, do you know? Hang on. Just the Telegraph. probably in, like, China. <laughs> well, if that's the average, then Jesus Christ, I don't know what me and you were classed as, like, abnormal. Wow. Ab- scarily abnormal hang on uk Scarily-ish. population ah so in this one according to the office for national statistics the average female height is 164 i don't know what that is in i'm 173 oh it still says that says five foot four wow well that's abnormal 
must blow our bubbles. <laughs> oh, no, I thought the average was yeah, like five, six, five, seven. Yeah, I thought so. Well, blast blow, I blast blown it. But what if I on if that's England, then what would? Because I always think like UK. I've always found like UK, Sweden, Norway, like we're pretty tall and like shoe sizes are bigger as well. Because when I used to speak, when I was so when I spoke to um, shoe fairy initially, they were like, "Oh, so our most popular shoe sizes are like four and five. I was like, "Nah, definitely not. Like it's definitely like a six. And they were proper like what? And I was like, "Well, if I look at like Sweden, the most popular size is like a seven. So it shows that like different countries have like different things, but. There you go. Yeah, interesting. Well, <laughs> you know, we do every day. Exactly, exactly. So how are you feeling going to the show then? Um, I, a mixture of emotions, to be honest. I'm obviously really happy with how last week went. Obviously would have loved to have got the overall, goes without saying. Um, But yeah, this show is just, it, obviously it's, just going to be freaking huge um but I am really excited um I think it'll be good and I am so happy that we're on in the morning I've never experienced that in my life mm. bikini starts at nine. Oh, like oh. what on earth I know so I'm thinking with my height class I'll probably be on about half 10 judging on the timings of last weekend it was about an hour and a half after um and then I can just go and enjoy the expo after. That's all I'm thinking. Like, I, I, I want to enjoy it, make the most of it. When I went to see it last year and I saw it was Zoe on the stage and Phoebe, I was just like, wow, I, I, want, I, want, to, I want to be on that stage. It was, it was the biggest stage I've ever seen. The one thing I remember thinking was, shit, I really need to work on my walk because the stage was so big. There is so much time to see people's walks. <laughs> Can't hide. I walk like a buffalo. Um, on a, it's the it's the it's the hardest thing for me. It's the walking. Yeah. It's so unnatural. Um, Do you know what I think fact- as well though? You what? Sorry. Do you know what I think the reason is it's hard as well for some people. Why? We've got more limbs. <laughs> I just not not very um, not got a lot of movement in my hips. Yeah. I feel you. So I have to really try and exaggerate it and make it look natural, but. <laughs> exaggerate yeah. it make it ott but like make it natural yeah got it yeah, cool. yeah and then use your arms but don't use your arms like so many things so many things oh. but no i am i'm excited i think i've had like i had like a huge drop in weight um over the last two days and it's hit me like a ton of bricks mm-hmm. put my message this morning my check-in and um did it nice and early kind of thinking he might be like well, let's not do cardio today but sadly that that wasn't the answer um but yeah I'm feeling good I know once I'm glammed up or like the night before and everything I'll I'll feel good and excited I think it's when you have so much time to think about it it just builds up in your head well, well it does for me because mm. what do you do for work I completely forgot you've mentioned it to me before <laughs> I work for Deliveroo yeah um as an account manager um and funnily enough just as I went into prep I started a new role um as so delivery recently joined a partnership with mcdonald's mm. and i purely look after that relationship so i can't manage for mcdonald's and the irony is i've not yet been able to have a mcdonald's <laughs> they like constantly offer it to you as well oh my god yes no 
even like throughout my whole time at delivery, whenever I go for a restaurant meeting, they try and force feed you. I just have to say I have bad allergies. <laughs> the thing is though, like, you know what it's it's bad, isn't it? Because they they generally are doing it to try and impress you, but they realise that's just it's like probably having like the opposite effect. And you're like, just give me a diet coke. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh man, that's what I have when I go to McDonald's. I'm like, can I just have a diet coke? Or because it's I just can't be bothered to get into it every time. And they'll say, oh, we've got a chicken salad. I'm like, ugh. Ugh. It's like sour cream or yeah. mayo or sweet chili sauce. Like, I know it's just easier to say I've got bad allergies. Yeah, just allergic to everything but what's in my kitchen. Sorry. Sorry. About yeah, that. or I'll just say, oh, I'll take, I'll have something to go and then I'll just give it to Jack. <laughs> he loves it. Right. so what's what do you think the first thing's going to be when you go to your next meeting and you can potentially have something it's like I'm not really a huge McDonald's person if I'm honest I prefer like I don't like a fry I like a chip yeah like a chip um I'm probably goes against all bikini girls but I'm not a huge burger fan mm. like, if you put a burger in front of me don't like I would eat it but I would always also go for like a chicken burger but the thing that gets me from McDonald's is the strawberry milkshake. Oh my god, it is just—it just hits different. I don't know what they put in it. It's so good. Hmm. I've not had that. Do you know what I would like? Be really excited. Do you know what I love getting? It sounds ridiculous. I'm going to sound like a typical person that has weird eating habits. But you know the kids' meal. I still bloody love a kids' meal. Okay. Well, yeah, because like the portion sizes are pretty decent, so they fit into your macros nice. Get a bit of fruit, yeah. You know, so you know, get I'm happy with my fruit, that's nice. And then you always get a cute little toy, and I just give it to the dogs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I've had a happy meal for a long, long time. I'm 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 one for I like the chicken selects, they're mm. nice. Yeah. I feel like you can actually get a bit of protein there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't even mentioned the word pick and mix yet. I'm just like, oh my God, are we okay? I knew that, yeah. You just knew. I knew. I was there yesterday, actually, in the shop, but not for me, sadly. So talk to us about where the pick and mix chronicles started. Because I think that's quite, it was quite, I remember talking to you about it a few years ago. I remember that was actually kind of like a big thing for you. Um, And it's Chan City, like every time, like I was looking at your stories and seeing pick and mix, I always came back to like our conversation. I was like, oh, good for you, Jess. Like you've really come past like a bit of a barrier that you had with it. Yeah. So I, I've always had a sweet tooth and I, I've just always been obsessed with pick and mix. I don't know why, I can't really stem where it came from, but I used to just get that, the one in Tesco, the one in Wilco, also bangs. So to the point I used to get it in like, do you remember our Woolworths? Yeah. I used to get it back in the day when Woolworths was about. Yeah. Um, and then um, during competing, obviously I had to give it up. Um, and it's just the one thing that I crave, like post-show. Mm. I'm, you, you could put like a, you know, I've said it before, like a burger, food in front of me and yeah I'll crave it and I'll want it but I just I'm just so happy with my sweets mm. and it's the one thing I remember talking to you when I went into my off season um and I was saying that uh, and I'm quite happy and open open to talking about it is I struggled with the the freedom 
Mm. I am a regimented person that's always in routine that in you know from Cal used to tell me that I would be able to have one week well sorry one day a week off plan no tracking don't track steps um it was normally I'd normally train anyway because it was normally on Saturday Mm. um but just to kind of chill my brain out um and I used to you know during the week I would plan what I was going to have on that Saturday and it might have been a takeaway and a pick and mix and that, that was it and then it would come to that day and I would stress myself out so much to the point where I'd be like oh um if we're going to have a massive Chinese tonight I actually just won't have my sweets or or I had quite a lot of sweets so let's just make homemade pizzas on a wrap like I would and I would talk myself out of it and it, it just it just got in my head so much mm. and it you know it took me quite a while to be able to chill out and just you know it's just a day at the end of the day and it's just a, it's just a takeaway it's just this it's just that and sometimes it didn't even have to be a takeaway it would be a home-cooked meal but I would still always go for or oh, let's use the the, the low-fat Mm. sauce sauce and things like that or I'd even make pizzas and I'd be like oh actually I'm gonna get I'm gonna use low dough instead of a wrap and a wrap is nothing but a low dough is literally cardboard yeah and if you wanted to give me a low dough now I would probably chuck it in the bin it, like it actually tastes like cardboard but I just found it really really difficult um and it was just all in my head mm. It is so hard though, like when you, you go, I think you're, I don't know about you, I feel like when you're going for your first few off seasons, you're trying to figure out like, what do you do? What's the best thing? You can't, for me, I was like watching what like other people do. So I was trying to kind of get a sense of like, what the hell do you do in this situation? And what is like, quote unquote, the normal thing to do, but then you still mean you're competitor and you like serious towards your goals. You kind of like, I feel like you flit in between these two like people almost and you're trying to figure out well which person can I be can I be both or when can I be that person it's like it, I think that's the hardest bit to kind of like get your head around and it, I think it's only been probably this year that I've like sorted my shit out but we get there but how long did you, in your off season you had like can you kind of remember a point where you thought oh actually like I, I'm starting to realize I've kind of got this like I've got I'm in a good like flow yeah so I had what I just spoke about recurring for quite a while post-show to the point where, and only people that are very, very close to me know about this, but um, I spoke with Cal and he actually advised me to temporarily leave him and go and seek help from Amelia Thompson. So I did that um, and I was with Amelia for maybe like four or five months. Um, And she taught me things that I will never forget. Um, She, essentially at this point in time, I, my main goal was to get my cycle back. I didn't have it. So um, just to kind of create create a picture here, um, that was my main goal. And I knew that I needed to chill the fuck out, um, start eating more and just, stop stressing my body to, to be able to, to be able to get that back mm. um I, I've since 
moving in with Jack, which has been about two years, we've always trained in the mornings now. So it was fasted. And uh, it was little things like she incorporated me having a saurine on the way to the gym in the morning. Um, and for me, that was like, a, that was a big, that was a big step because it was, I'm not training fasted. And it, you know, it was only, it's only a blooming saurine bar, but that was quite a big thing. And it was, she'd give me a few days a week, not tracking rather than just like one day. Um, and uh, I, I remember, just getting into like a nice flow and I went on holiday with Jack for the it was it was actually when I got engaged so it was just mm. this time last year essentially and just being in a really happy place I didn't go overboard with eating whereas I had previously I think it was not it was all inclusive as well um, and I just felt really comfortable in myself I felt like I looked healthy but it was a physique that I could maintain um for me, it was, um, my issue is I will, I, I previously had, I would re if I knew I was going out for dinner in the evening, I would restrict in the day and then I would overeat massively and then I would feel horrendous and bloated. Mm. And obviously post-show, you're so sensitive anyway to anything you eat. Um, mm. But I was just, you know, I'd have my nice breakfast, I'd go in and have like a something relatively small for lunch. Um, snacks dinner drinks it was it was I felt in a really happy place and that was last year and then obviously from then on um once I got my cycle back which when did it come back in like went on holiday in the August I think came back on the September and I remember texting um Cal um to just like tell him that it had come back and then I think like a couple of weeks after that, I just went straight back to Cal and I was like with Amelia, like kind of her work was done, mm. uh, but I owe her a lot. She helped me out a lot. And um, yeah, not many people know that I did that, but it's kind of, it's not really something that I would openly talk about, except I have on the podcast now, but I was quite happy to share it. I think it's quite interesting for other people to know that um, it's not all plain sailing. Yeah, I, like so obviously, I like I had no idea either, and I think a lot of people will actually like appreciate you sharing that as well. Like, because I, if I'm correct, like you and Jack want kids, don't you? Am yes. Yeah. That was obviously the big thing of getting getting the cycle back. So how long did that? Well, that would have been what a year to get it back. Well, that, that's the that's that's the, like my main issue, really. So, I in my 2019 prep. I was very new of what my first prep. I didn't know anything. Mm. I prepped alone, I didn't know anyone. Um, and I remember listening to a live, it was like an Instagram live, and I can't remember who ran it. And lo she had loads of bikini girls on and like figure girls and wellness, well, wellness probably wasn't even in back then. Um, and they all spoke about their experience with the contraceptive, contraceptive pill. Mm -hmm. And essentially, I discovered that a lot of the girls were, had actually come off it. So I decided to come off it in my first prep to help me lose weight. And I'd been on it for probably like over eight years. Mm -hmm. So, and then I came off it and didn't have, didn't have a period. And then, so I guess I don't know whether it was due to coming off the contraceptive pill or the fact that I was a low body fat percentage. 
then competed June and then the finals in September. Didn't it, it didn't come back. And then I competed again without it coming back um, in 2020. Again, I didn't know whether it was due to the, the being on the contraceptive pill for so long or um, for the fact that I was in a deficit for such a long period of time. So then after 2020, it was like, right, this, I, I, I kind of really, really need to prioritize this. Mm. And so I came off, I did Alicante in October, 2020, and it took me a whole year after I came off stage to get it back. Well, September, it came back. So I remember it was when Jack was doing his, um, his Land's End to John O'Groats um, across the country cycle. And I remember texting him to tell him. Um, and then it came back regularly for a, a quite a while. Well, it was so mad because it came back and then it was like every four weeks after that, like on so the good. dot. That's so good. But I thought it would be a, a bit wishy-washy and then I have lost it again now. Um, but my main priority after this will 100% be to, to get it back. And how long have you been without it this time? Um, probably about six weeks. Okay, that's not too long then. No, it's not. It's not too. Not been too bad this time. But um, I like I, I envy girls that don't lose it. It's mad. Like some like, people lose it. Like the first four weeks, boom, it's gone. And I'm just like, are you like in your head like manifesting it? It's mad how some people's response to even they're trying to do like a mini cut. The body just goes, nope, shut down, bye, bye, off you go. And then there's girls that get it back like within four to eight weeks. And I think sometimes it's one of the things that probably didn't help me, my stress, is seeing everyone post that they've got theirs back. And I'm sitting there like, oh shit, like, why am I not like everyone else? Why is mine not come back? And and then you, know, you stress yourself out even more. Um, but yeah, everyone is different. That's just what I've learned. And yeah. when the time, it, it, you know, it will come back. Yeah. Because how long is your um, season plan to be? Are you, are you, what sort of person are you? Are you someone that's like, you've booked all your fucking registrations, everything's paid, boom, bish bash. Or are you the person that's like, I'm just going to chill. I'm just going to see what happens. I'm just going to roll with it. What sort of person are you? I'm definitely not like the the laid back. We'll just see how it goes. I'm a bit of a, as I said before, I'm a bit of a stress head, but... I can't be, I wish I could be the person that had prepaid for everything, but um, they're pretty expensive. So I actually can't do that. <laughs> oh Only my God. They came yet, so you just got to hold out. <laughs> yeah, give me to the end of the month. But, um, I've paid for pretty much everything for the Arnold's. I haven't paid for photos yet, but I will do that. I paid for tan last week. Um, I am... I have ideas for after the Arnold's, but um, I haven't spoken to Cal about it yet, actually. Um, but yeah, like TBC with that one. Um, I, I think that this year will be my, well, actually I'm pretty confident this year will be my my last year for a, quite, a, quite a while. Uh-huh. Um, and there is something pulling me back to the PCA stage. Uh-huh. Um, and I've said it now. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> fine. Did I say that? I'll um, speed up your voice, what you're trying not to do. I'll just speed it up loads at that point. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm trying to do the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I know that 
um, how he'll want me to do, not that he want, not that he'd push me to do anything, but he would like me to do an international show. And I would love to do another international show because I, I loved Alicante, but with timelines, um, there's like a final PCA regional before the finals, which I would really like to try and like squeeze into. Um, and then annoyingly after that, I have like a uni 10 year reunion, which has been arranged for ages and I really don't want to miss it. Otherwise I could do an, I could do an abroad show. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's TBC. We just want to, just want to get the Arnold's out of the way first and then I'll just sit down and have a chat with Cal about it. No, that sounds good though. Why, is there reason, any reason like why you like thought it's going to be your last season for like a while? Like when did that happen? And like, yeah, I always find that interesting how like people, you sometimes when I speak to people, they're like, I just know this is my last one for a while. And then they kind of go. So like, talk to us about that. Um, so next year I've got a few things. Um, my best friend's wedding is in the South of France in the summer. Um, and it's also along the, sim- the same time as I'm going to be 30 next year. And I am on a hundred percent not going to be dieting when I'm 30 on my 30th birthday. I've done it for the last like few birthdays. Um, it's, it's fine. It's just another day at the end of the day, but my 30th, I want it. I'm going to be on holiday in a bridesmaid dress. I don't want to look like this. Yeah. I want to look like a normal human. That's not got like veins in my forehead when I smile and, I just want to feel feel nice. And then 2024, I'm getting married in May, which just still sounds bizarre to say out loud. <laughs> um, and obviously in terms of like looking for dresses and stuff, I want to be at like a normal size to be able to find a, a dress. They say give it a year, so. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently they say give it a year to find the dress, so. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> That's so I'm, what the hell? I'm, Reading it to be fair I I've got like I, I always feel like oh, who did you take when you went did you when you went dress shopping did you take anyone um oh god don't get me started well that's shit oh so I because I was never planning to do the whole traditional wedding thing anyway I still felt like I had I thought why let's do the whole wedding day shopping thing just to kind of like please my mum and gran because I think they yeah. were like, sad that we, we were meant to go to Thailand but it didn't go to plan anyway but yeah I literally last minute you know where to be you can just roll up and be like yo show me some dresses so I literally just had me mum gran uh, my best mate charlotte um you'd get on so well charlotte um yeah best mate charlotte and my sister-in-law at the time so I just asked everyone like super last minute um can you make it oh and my friend izzy and uh yeah, I just thought, oh, I just thought nothing of it. And like, my two of her mates at the time were, like, fuming that, like, I'd left them out of it. Like, all the drama. And I was like, Hans, I did it on a Wednesday. You were both working. So not my problem. Like, I was, it was absolutely crazy. But, yeah, like, I think some people have this whole, like, shit, who do I invite? Like, because I do find um, the smaller the better. The smaller the, and you blame you don't blame the fact that you didn't want them there. You blame the fact that the wedding dress people are weird COVID people still. That's the way you get around it if you don't want to invite someone. Oh, okay. Because I am actually not dreading it, but also kind of dreading it because my <laughs> mom loved to pieces. She's like, um, she's really really supportive and everything. Yeah, but she 
is not afraid to give her opinion. Like, and even if I love the dress, she would, she would, she would just be like, oh no, she's just, she's like me in a way, she's quite expressionate. So her face will probably say it all anyway. But then I'm like, I need to take my grandma as well as my mom's mom, because that's just something she would love. She'd love to be a part of. But then I just feel like I wouldn't find a dress that would please my mom. And I think she has this idea that, oh, I don't know. I just feel like- I know what you mean. What like she wouldn't like. So if I could not take my mom, I would, but then I obviously have to take my mom. The way I, I'm not saying to like, like boycott your mom out of this shit, but what I'm saying is like with that, that situation. So these two friends that were pissed off me, I said, okay, let's go. I had no intention, like zero intention of getting any dress from this shop. But I just thought it's open Saturday. They can do a Saturday. I would just do that with her as well. So that, yeah. that might be a way around it. And I actually prep talked my mum because she knew, it's funny, we went to the second dress shop in. She, I said to mum, look, mum's like, why are you going to another one? I was like, mum, just, just stay with me on this one. And I was like, because we have my friends like that. And I was like, look, if she says anything, you need to be savage. Like Turkish mum, basically she was a savage getting this like thing from our Turkish holiday. I was like, you need to go back into like Turkish mum mode. She's like, okay, okay. So like, it's probably just trying to prep like someone else in that like, thing that can just like nip things in the bud because you like you find with some people where like it's like a build-up they'll like say one thing and like you don't nip it same with my dog so I don't bollock something with them straight away they just it continues and gets higher and higher so you've just got to have that friend that can just like shut down a conversation or shut down a negativity like really fast and like redirect it I found like that can help yeah I think I'll have to take my maid of honor um who's very like she's like such a hype girl and she'll she, yeah she'll be she'll be great there but oh yeah you should so like just like talk over it. I'm, I'm being harsh here but like the, not because it's your mum but I'm just saying like you sometimes when someone's like really negative I will just talk over them in a, in a group situation like I will just drown them out and I'm just like yes yeah, so blah, blah, blah. And I just could like talk about something completely different way louder and then it just like dims their voice and I'm just like I can't because I can't deal with negativity like my dad if I if I took my dad went shopping he'd be the same he's like I'm a realist I'm like you're not a realist you're just like negative auntie so I love your so, mom I don't know your mum, but it's hard <laughs> I say that to my mum. I've said it to her quite a few times like they'll be I'm trying to think of an example but like I will have done something and I'm really happy and she'll find a way to to say like oh but I don't know she'll always find a way to like make it not like pull me down she doesn't mean to do it and I say to her like you don't realize that you do that and it's like really upsetting because I was really happy until I spoke to you about it um but but she is she's great she's literally like my best friend so I feel like we're just very open and honest with each other that's why but she's always at all my shows Bless her. That's so nice though. But I know what you mean about yeah, it's it's tough. I think family, I think family in, in weddings and competing is just fucking tough in every sense. Cause I feel like yeah. it like it brings out certain like and not sides of them, but like, yeah. I think some people just kind of that something happens with show day and like weddings and some a screw goes loose and it just uh, unleashes stuff. Yeah, I agree. How much have we planned wedding stuff? Have we started the Pinterest board? Um, I have Pinterest. I have stuff on Pinterest. I've got the venue. Um, 
yeah, forgot the venue and the date. And what I liked about the venue is a lot of the stuff is already included. Mm. I we asked with like finding caterers and um, like the, mainly the food stuff kind of overwhelmed me. I was like, I, at the end of the day, um, the food's going to be there. I'm actually going to get, um, you know how people get pick mix carts? Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> I, I don't want that. Like I've seen, I've been to a few weddings with that and like, it's, it's great. They're nice, but I am actually going to get, and you get them on eBay. Like, you know, when you go into like Tesco, you can get like a full on with the lids and the, I'm, I'm going to get one of those. Oh my God. Amazing. On one. And I said, Jack, he was like, what are you going to do after? I went, well, it will obviously go in our living room. <laughs> oh, like, do you like, have- I want Jack, like, come on but no we've um yeah other than like looking for the pick and mix stand and the venue I haven't really done anything else to be fair you that's all you need to focus on if I had priorities <laughs> pick and mix yeah venue yeah well done that's all right but like <laughs> I've got my bridesmaids I know what kind of color scheme I want for them yeah um but yeah, other than that, it's when it's 2024, May. So I've got plenty of time. Yeah. The one thing I didn't want to do, and the reason that we've we're not we're getting married like that far in advance, is I there was no way I was planning anything during prep. Absolutely not. I've barely got the brain power to do my daily job. Um and then next year is gonna be pretty hectic. Um, with like every all my friends and that are turning 30, me as well. Um and then it will be, yeah, May, May after. So I will be planning next year, but at least I've got more time. Yeah. I, I do think like the having the venue with everything else, because basically it removes you having to be the account manager of your own wedding. Because mm. imagine if you did everything separately, they'd all have to communicate at some point anyway. And then that would literally have to like fall onto you. So I think you've done it the right way. Yeah, it stressed me out finding the venue. So I went and viewed like a few different places and some of them just weren't, some, some of them were amazing, but wow, I definitely misjudged the price. Like I went to this one venue and it was, it, it was insane. I fell in love. I took so many pictures. I like visioned myself there. And then they sit you down at the end to talk about the price. And for the venue alone with nothing else included, like nothing included, you're basically paying just for the, the building. Um, it was like, was it? 28 grand I was like sorry sorry what oh my god I was like wow it's not that nice <laughs> who's got that who's, wait, that's before you've even paid for anything the food alone is a lot of money as well it's so expensive like it's just and I always I said to Jack I was like the only annoying thing is is it's so expensive for a day or two days however long you have it you basically pay for you're paying just for everyone else to have a really really good time yeah that's when you start looking at someone going are you worth 60 quid a pop are you really worth 60 quid a meal? <laughs> would i would i go to dinner with you would i pay for your meal oh i don't know about that yeah honestly you look you haven't i haven't you haven't, I haven't sent out the invite to save the dates yet because i'm still in an hour in like what if there's people that i'm not friends with in two years time can i just call call them out and then like Obviously, I've just joined a new team at work, and there's probably people that I want to invite then. So mm. I'm like, mm, are you worth eighty pounds, or do you just come in the evening? Like, See, tough decisions. You look at people completely different on a Wednesday. Yeah. 
You're like, uh, 79 quid? No, move to reception, please. Yeah. You're a fussy eater, so are you going to eat on the day? Because if not, you're going to save me £80. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we're, like, weddings, is, it's scary how much money, like, they just seem to be. It's actually ridiculous. So, like, yeah. wedding day stuff. I always, uh, the wedding dress itself, I found when I tried a dress on, it was like the shoulders. It was like the top design of a wedding dress. I feel like for us, well, for me anyway, I was like, oh, I feel a bit broad in this. Oh, like even when I was trying them on for just like a piss take, I did find that bit quite um, difficult because like some, for normal people, like any of those cuts would actually be fine because I've dealt so like obviously bigger and everything like that. Like I found that probably the biggest difficulty and I had to really try and explain it to this woman. Um, just being yeah. like, look, I'm a bit bored up top. Like, can we just, can we sort it out? Because I, I want to show photos of to people, but I don't want to look like a, do you know what I mean? It's one of those. Yeah. That's another reason why I don't want to start looking at dresses until I'm in a comfortable place post-show. Because you just, if, if, you know, if, imagine going in peak off season and then imagine going when you're in a, a prep. Like you, either one, you you don't look how you would ideally want to look. Um, But yeah. I feel you. I feel so what do you think you've learned like this prep in particular hmm. oh I don't know compared to like what compared to other preps yeah is there anything, uh, well, anything different like about you this time um well, this prep I've macro tracked, which I've never done before. I kept that up from my off season. Um, and just a few little things every day. I've had a marshmallow, um, a little bit of white chocolate, a little bit of granola. Um, just little things like that that stop me, you know, when I had that sweet tooth, I, that, I, I add it to like my cream of, cream of rice, essentially. Um, prepping with Jack this time has been a game changer for sure um just someone to get up and go and do your steps with when you really can't be bothered um our routines are pretty much exactly the same in terms of when we train that's been massive to the point where now he's coming out the back end um I'm already feeling like I've I said to him the other day I was like oh like I missed going for a walk with you because it's just so much like there's only so many podcasts I can listen to and it's just quite nice when I was just to talk um that's been a, dif- a difference. I think just the fact that I p- did push my off season, um, I got to a place where I was ready to diet and I don't, I don't think I'd ever been there before. Mm-hmm. As in, I was ready and really looking forward to, to prepping. I felt like I'd given myself a decent amount of time um, off stage and in a calorie surplus. I'd felt like I built, built a lot more muscle, which was, the, the main aim and the, the feedback obviously I got off to a bit of a rocky start um with the issues mentally uh, with with gaining weight and and having that relaxation um but once I had my timeline written out and I knew when I would be prepping it really motivated me to just give it my all um which definitely helped because I've had a few it's like me and Mel, um, Mel Wilkinson, we're both in off-season land and we're both like literally voice-noting each other every few days going, come on, we've got this, we can do this, it's fine. But like, what sort of advice would you give people, Amy, um, in that sort of off-season phase? Because it's like, it's such a weird 
I feel like it's such a weird headspace sometimes to be in um especially with like the food side and the training side like I still feel like I'm getting there I'm definitely getting there now I think my training has changed a lot um but I know once I start hitting the 160 mark uh, my brain I'm gonna have to really talk myself out of like having a do you know what I mean I feel like everyone has that one weight that once they hit that next like threshold they're like oh my god what the fuck's this but then they're fine like did you find that yeah I went up to my heaviest weight ever I just before I started prepping I hit um 79 kilo um which was my comfortable is like like 68 to 70 I would say is me in a lifestyle happy day you know, just average kind of weight yeah um but yeah I for me I don't know if it's the same with you I would feel so confident in the gym um the baggy t-shirt the 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 sheen leggings you know (laughs) doing bits but if you then put me in normal clothes my confidence would just dive Um, and that was the that was a difficult part for me it was like what do I wear nothing fits I didn't want to buy new clothes because I knew I wasn't going to be that size again um but for me it was I would feel confident in the gym and then even like at home in trackers and stuff I'd feel fine but then you put me you say we're going out for dinner or I've got an event, I would be like, shit, what do I wear? I, I don't like anything on me. Um, but I think this is where, and, and it's funny that you asked for my advice because I am, I could preach it, but I still need to remember it myself. Mm-hmm. But like to the average eye and the average person, you do not look this humongous size that you think you look. Yeah. And st- I mean, people can say it to you until they're blue in the face, but I just think once you've prepped or if you're in this industry, I feel like we're all a bit delusional and we're all a bit, we we, we automatically just don't see ourselves uh, how other people see our, how other people see us. We see ourselves as our size only. And there's obviously that is, and when we compare ourselves to what we were like previously in preps or in off seasons, we just constantly compare. Mm. But to the average person, even like even like our friends who are not bodybuilders, they don't even really notice. Like my new job, I mentioned I only mentioned last week about what I do, um, and I said to my manager, I was like, I'm really surprised you'd never like you didn't wonder like how why I'd lost so much weight um it's mainly virtual that I see him by the way like I've seen him like on one hand uh, in person Mm. and he was like oh I didn't even notice and I was like I've lost like over 15 kilo and that's that's what I mean like he didn't I mean he's a he's a bloke so it's (laughs) but he (laughs) didn't even notice and I was like people don't whereas for me I feel like I look like a feral child um so it's just mad how some people don't even notice these things, whereas we pick up on it so much. Yeah, it's, it's, I think the way I can kind of relate that is like, if I said to you, okay, when you go out for your next walk, let me know, let me know how many blue cars you don't see. And then you'll just be looking at the, looking for blue cars all the time. 
yeah it's like it's yeah. what we focus on is what we focus on and it's like if it's not like during that time someone's like oh oh do you know when you see sometimes someone goes oh a posing tweak it looks my physique looks so different and I'm going to Joe Joe what's the difference like <laughs> and I'm like Joe what's the difference I can't see the, am I being am I being an idiot I'm like I couldn't do this coaching shit and Joe's like no there's no difference and I was like oh okay but like in their head at that time, that makes such a difference. But with someone else on the outside, like I said, the perspective, the perception is totally. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I hate it when that happens. They're like, what's the difference? I'm like, I'm literally staring at it. And I'm like, what's the difference? <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. I hate it when like a friend's ask you as well. They're, on prep. They're like, yeah, which one do you like the best? I'm like, oh shit, they look the same. Oh shit, I'm going to say the wrong thing. And I'm like, I'm trying to like figure, I'm trying to like, gr- like dig for the answer before I answer it. And I'm like, oh no, I'm going to say the wrong thing. But yeah. <laughs> Is this a test? Test <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I pre- like that advice is good for me right now because it's like, ugh. I need, I know, I'm just, I, it's the fact, I think it is the, the goal being so far away. I do think that's a big problem. You're a macro tracker, right? Kind of it. I don't know. Am I? I guess I am a macro tracker, but I guess I, I don't. You don't do meal plans. Pardon? You don't do meal plans. Nah. Do you know what? No, I went through no. a phase of doing it, and to be fair, I think last prep I did it, but then like a couple of days I'd macro track, and then a couple of days I'd literally calorie count. Like at this point, I'm using my fitness pal, but I wouldn't say I'm trying to hit macros. I literally hit my calories. Um, because I found I said to Joe, I was like, I can't do meal plans. I feel like it's too restrictive. Yeah, I even trying to do macros, I was like, it still feels like too much for my brain. Like, I feel like I have so much else going on. I have to just remove. You know, when you try, you if I if you put too much like focus on something, it's it becomes more like a stress. I felt like that with the food, and I was like, can I just count calories and like I'll hit the protein if it's fat? fat, I said I don't care. I was like, I just haven't got the brain space. Like, especially when I once I've done like Joe's meals in the morning, focus on making his stuff is like meticulous and then I've got to do dogs I've got to weigh out the dog's food and then I've got to do all this stuff like my head just like it starts to kind of like all this all this stuff starts to like weigh on me really heavy sometimes I says Joe like meal plans too stressful trying to hit like 40 grams of fat I think one thing he gave me I was like I love my fats I'm like I can't do this I was like can I just try calories he's like yes Jasmine that's fine just make sure you hit your protein properly I was like okay um so yeah so that made me Pardon? that works for you I remember when you did your secret prep and you would go you were here there and everywhere it shows and you were just like I'll just she was like you I remember you saying and I always remember it like um the less stress the better if if there's something there that you can eat you'll just try and add it in as best as you can to my fitness pal and just not stress yourself out about it yeah and that could for you yeah I think it's over time I think it's been the way that I've actually been able to stay in this industry as long as I have as a competitor because I think if I try to do it any other way I would I'd tap out I'd have to tap out because I, it would just be so much stress it will remove all the all the enjoyment for me um yeah did I, did I tell you about like, the fit expo last year where I ended up eating a build and bake brownie the big ones as part of my calories I hadn't eaten all day no right so I'm there trying to like hide this prep right I've got I've got shredded at this point I'm like yes I ate you I'm like oh, oh, I feel like my cover's being blown here but I'm like it's fine I hadn't hardly eaten anything because it was just like constant madness I thought right protein bar okay I have a protein bar Pro- 
protein sample. Well, I have a protein sample. So I was like, I was doing these samples and trying to like weigh eye them up in my head. I'm like, okay, that's kind of, I said, can I have like 30 grams of protein with this one? Like, it was like a shot line of like protein. The guy's like, yeah, sound. So I had that. I was like, oh shit, now I've got to go judge. So I judged the whole of the day. So that all coupled together, I got to the end of the day, I was like, oh my God, I bet like nothing. Um, and then Matt, bless him from Bilderbeek, he's like, oh, Jazz, do you want this brownie? I was like, are these protein brownies, Matt? He's like, well, kind of. I forgot, forgot how much he said he was. I was like, how many calories are in those brownies, by the way? He's like, that one, about a thousand. I was like, oh, amazing. So I'm there, like, eating this fucking massive custom giant build and bake brownie. Oh, Joe's oh. gone over, come over to me and gone, Jazz, what the fuck? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm looking at him going, don't blow the cover, don't blow the cover. I'm like, it's fine, babe, it's a thousand calories. I was probably shouting the calories at him to be like, fucking look at me. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, honestly it's so funny and we got to like the hotel afterwards and everyone's like oh i'm starving should we get takeout i was like oh jesus christ so i'm like doing all this mass in my head looking at fitness pal and i was like oh my god oh, I've, got, I've got 400 calories okay 400 calories <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's ordering all this stuff they're like jazz let's have this during the all like, opens and off scenes they're like yeah i'll have this i'll have that and they're all getting excited i'm trying to join in with this excitement while trying to just order a chicken salad so I'm there going, right, okay, I'll order spring rolls. I'll just kind of like join in and go, yeah, I'll have that. But when it all came, I was, I just ended up like going to the toilet. I had to have a chatted blows. I was full on like just like dodging bullets. <laughs> and then by the time I got back from, I had to make a call anyway. By the time I got packed, they're like eating all the starters. They're like, oh, jazz, so sorry. I was like, oh, don't worry about it, guys. Like, I'll just have the salad. Because <laughs> uh, I remember at the, um, uh, it must have been at the, the two bros finals last year and I had pick a mix in my bag classic and I and this is when you were secret prepping and obviously I didn't know and um I was like jazz I caught you and you were like I was like come here I was like look I was like do you want some sweets I'm like and then when I found out you'd, you'd done your secret prep I it like clicked in my head and I messaged you I was like you naughty girl <laughs> But I didn't actually know if you ate them. I ate them. I did. But I was just like, but that must have, you must have been like, fuck. But the funny thing, it kept happening to me. So like, I was, I think at that point, I switched all my carb sources to something that like could easily be taken out if I had to. So I had like yeah. a packet of rice cakes. Um, and when I remember going for your, like eating your bits, and I was like, I looked at the rice cakes, I looked at that. <laughs> And I think I was like, I had a Helen at the time. I was like, Helen, how many rice cakes do you think this is? She goes, mm-hmm. she goes I think about two. I was like, okay, two. So I literally just removed two. <laughs> Worth a swap. Worth a swap. But I might see Cal let me do that. Cal, instead of my, um, instead of this, can I have a, a handful of sweets? <laughs> but the weird thing is for me, I just think it's it's funny. The matter start, like you weren't, the funny thing is you weren't the only person to message me when it all like all came to light. Because I had, I was dodging this and doing this so much, but I thought, well, it's like poker. The moment you blow, you blow your cover, you blow your cover, you've gone. Um, so yeah, it, I even with my back, I, I always think of like Carrie, for example. Even when she's like fucking lean bean, she's still been having a Haribo like just before yeah. she trains. So um, yeah, I still remember that so vividly though. That's at the time you're like, just come here, and I was like, oh no, dodge a bullet time. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Another oh. bag. 
but I, I do I, I I do hope like I, I'd like to say I'm gonna I'd want a secret prep again but I feel like everyone's gonna be watching me as soon as like the cheekbones come in they'd be like jazz I'm like no 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 I'm not doing it but I feel like you know you like you've got one like ticket to like go in a monopoly I feel like I've used it so I'm like oh <laughs> I might have to just like the radar. pardon just going to go under the radar yeah, just like off social media. If I was like, Jess, I'm all right. Yeah, she's fine. Like, <laughs> might be the one. Might be the one. Um, so are we prepped for next week? How are we good, Jess? Are we organized, Jess? Yeah, I've got, I mean, luckily it's in Birmingham, so I don't have to book yeah. a hotel. Oh, um, I know. Because I mean, it's I can't I couldn't believe when I had to when I went through the registration process, the price of it all. It's, it's like 250 pound a class. And how many have you gone for one or two? Oh, just one, yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously, well, the, the regional last week was more than I remember paying in 2020 as well. Mm. Um, but then obviously tan, makeup, I do my own hair. Thank, like, luckily, with the help of Becky, lent me her extensions. Totally last minute, by the way, that was. They just happened to match. Love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've got my second bikini, which I'm 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 really excited to wear because I this is this one that I am going to wear this weekend is my favourite. But because ah, uh, without yeah, it's not really going to get me away. But um, without the the backdrop, I knew for race it was going to be red, and so I wanted like a contrasting colour. So that's why I chose to wear the blue. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've got pretty much everything. I know I said to you that I've bought. I've had to buy all new jewellery because the the connectors on this bikini are AB. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to clash if I wear normal, normal like silver. So I had to buy all the new AB. And I wanted like the two, the two band and then the four band. Um, and I've got new earrings. So I'm, I'm excited for the look. I think it'll be- but yeah, because I said basically the, the earring thing, I think Grace has already told you, but... She had a bit of a meltdown. I think she ordered something. It was on the strikes were going on. And she's like, I'm so sorry to message you. Like she ordered on the Tuesday night. It got sent out Wednesday. And I think she left, like she had to leave before the parcel came. She chose for mail. She said, have you got anything? So I basically, it's one of those things. I always think timing, it reminds me of things. I looked at my stuff in my office and I was like, oh, I don't really need like these. It's just like random pieces of like earrings that are just like stock. I thought, oh, I'll, get, I'll send that down to fulfillment center. And I didn't get time last weekend. And it's one of those where I think, ah, oh, that's a lesson. To, like, it kind of like shows me that I have to keep stuff here. Because then, the, yeah. yeah, she messaged me. Um, and I was like, look, I haven't got the ones that you ordered, but I've got the da 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 And then she goes, oh, I can send them back to you. And I thought, hang on. I remember looking at like your, um, the Kieran earrings that you had. And I thought, oh, they're quite like old ones. Maybe she wants some fresh ones. Yeah, like, no. yeah. yeah I just. No, don't be sorry, but I literally, you're the first person I thought of. So I said to Grace, I was like, look, like, just give them, give them to Jess. Like, she can have them. I wanted the the long ones, but I don't think they were in stock when I ordered them. So I didn't, and then I got the AB, the, the AB ones I've got are the, like, more like um, the ones that go out in the, like a, yes, hex, like a, you know, you know that shape. Yeah, yeah. Um, ones. I do feel like I would, I think my look would have been better if I had, like, bigger earrings um especially once I had the extensions in um and the, the earrings you gave to Grace were really nice I messaged her well when she told me about them I was like oh they're earrings you had really nice she was like no, no they're not the, they're not the same but they're they're very similar 
Yeah, they're very similar. But I love the ones that you, the AB ones you've gone for. They're probably the only ones that I, if I had to wear them myself, like I'd wear them. I AB jewelry, let me tell you, is a ball like to try and find. Really? Yeah, it's so hard to find good AB jewelry. Like a lot of it, if I showed you the supply list, you'd be like, oh, it's one of those where like I want to stock more stuff, but I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not just gonna add it just because, like, because I just think it looks. Um, but the ones on the website, the only ones that I generally like. I kind of wish I'd have just got my bikini with normal silver straps, but well, my shoes are AB. Um, to be fair, yeah. Um, so, but I guess with with your feet, it's a bit different. But it, um, I, mean, I know a lot of people just tend to stick with silver. Like, what percentage of people actually would you say opt for AB? Mm, I'd say like. Over the past, the, do you know what? The more and more like two bros has come on the scene, I do think more people have seen the like, competitors in America wear AB. They go, oh, I want to wear AB. But then sometimes I have to kind of throw people off because I'm like, that's not AB. That's the way the photo's been edited and it looks like it's AB. So it's all like a bit here and there everywhere. Um, but I would probably say in the past like few years, I would guess probably about 30% do AB. Okay something like that um because thing is if it's a b shoes like it will perfectly work well with a silver connector like bikini it will work perfectly well um but then you always have i hate saying that on like socials and stuff because you'll find out there'll be that five percent of people where like it won't work um so yeah it's person dependent and i hate because i know every coach goes individual whatever but like it is with jewelry and shoes and bikini it's sometimes like that um so yeah because like back in the day everyone would just wear and those diamante heels no stress of a silver bikini yeah i think it's because black eyes they're quite new the the ab connector she said and mm. because i was too I, I don't know i felt like pressured when i was there like what, she was like what do you want i was like i don't know she was like well, you, you you pick and i was like well like okay i felt like i couldn't have the same yeah. So I was like, oh, well, okay, I'll, I'll try the A, I'll add the AB. And then thought about it like two weeks before, two weeks ago. And I was like, damn, I have to get all new jewelry for that, for that bikini. <laughs> but yeah, it all came really quickly. And the funny thing is when, when I got my shoes, um, Jack actually got me them as a birthday present. And the, the sign, the little card said, good luck, Jack. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so funny. But Jack was lovely. It was like, oh, look, the card is for me. <laughs> I would love, not like to see his big hairy feet in those. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, it, it, it's hard with jewelry sometimes. I think the big one I've noticed lately is um, someone sending like a photo of like an IB pro in like America or like something like that, and they've gone, "Oh, I think this like I want this look or whatever." And I'm looking at it, and they're like, they're going on about AB, and I'm like, that don't look like AB. And I'm like, probably having to stare at it, but then I'll get to the point where I then have to go back on that pro's Instagram, scroll their video, and like have a look. Because sometimes when a per- when the, when the like stage lights are on it, and also when the big the big one is edited, and the photographers don't even do it a lot, or videographers, but like everyone will have a certain like filter or like screen that they put on top of their own work. But that sometimes yeah. throws people up massively. Um, and I've had to go, oh, actually, no, like, that's not AB. That one's silver. And it's, yeah. But I'm excited to see your look, though. I, I would like to try. I don't think I've ever tried AB before. 
thinking about it. No. I don't think I have. I'd like to though. Well, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like on Saturday. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting. Cool. I'm tanning. Are you at the gonna be you're gonna be at the expo tour though, or are you just backstage all the time? Yeah, just backstage. Like last year, like don't get me wrong, I love animals and like not wanna like like talk shit about it, but it's so manic and busy. So as like even if I wanted to go as like a spectator, like I would end up just using it as like a social thing, but it's not gonna be a good social thing because you can't hear anyone anyway, and it's like packed and it's mad. So like even last year when we had to do, luckily I think we're closer to the food and drink, but last year you'd have like a half an hour break, which usually is like just enough time. But by the time you've queued in the place, got your food, then walk back, like you're already like, it's 30 minutes gone. So I was just like, oh my God. Um, and yeah, like I saw that from like a business point of view, like Arnold's just, it's way too expensive. And I thought about it, but then I was like, my store, my sort of, products are not ones that like you can quickly be there for five minutes and then just go and get grab something like you have to do you know I mean like it's jewelry or shoes like people have questions they want it answered and everything yeah. like that but nah like it's just not it's just not really warranted so tanning I love the backstage like tanning at Arnold's it's crazy it's hectic but the highlight 100% is tanning the pro show yeah I bet. Oh, yeah what an experience yeah it's sick like it's so so good so yeah is the tanning at the venue for like base coat I know we got an email through I do I'm not there on Thursday so I'm not too sure Uh, I need to I did get an email it's like 1 40 in the afternoon on the day before and what you on Friday or Saturday I'm on Sunday oh Sunday oh yeah so it it most I can guess it will be the venue but don't back me on that just in case (laughs) yeah Laura sent us in if anyone's gonna know it'll be Jazz and then they're like yeah so Jazz's podcast completely fucked it up completely fucked it up um but yeah it's gonna be gonna be a good day but I'm already gonna bring well I'm gonna bring loads of exfoliator because honestly mate even just on two days your face it's just like your all the pores get sucked into like the tan and it's just like it's just weird. Then the rest of my body is just like white. Sorry, I've just had some... Yeah, I can. I just had this weird pop-up thing on my laptop. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> so, is it the 10 minute thing? No, it's telling me to do an update. It kept doing it all yesterday, but every time I try and update, it says it can't. And it just says, and then it gives me a note saying it'll pop up more and more frequently until I update. And I'm like, oh God great fantastic just keep annoying me it's fine (laughs) so I think we should end it on what I usually end it on so hopefully you know what I'm going to say we'll find out but what makes you Jess not just a bikini girl so I knew you were going to ask this and I thought about it obviously I've had time to think about it and I actually think that um I purposely try not to like define myself as one thing. So I just, I think I listened, I listened to a podcast a while ago and it was talking about without sounding like a bit morbid or whatever, like tomorrow we could lose, if we put our whole identity into one thing, let's say I said I am a bikini girl and that is all I am. And then tomorrow I broke my leg and I could never be a bikini girl again. I would be 
totally lost without that without that identity so I tried to spread myself quite thinly in terms of yes I am a bikini bikini athlete I am a work colleague um I am a daughter I am a soon-to-be wife um a best friend an auntie a sister so I think I'm all these all these things um and a, a, being a bikini athlete or a bikini girl is just one one aspect um at the moment it's a big part of my life but it's not going to be my be all and end all for forever so yeah just the fact that I am a, I am a whole I am a whole lot of other things than yeah. than just a bikini girl I love that and even I've seen you um this boot with like is it your niece as well yeah, yeah. that was cute that was cute because I do think like every time I look at like everything you're doing and stuff even when I speak to you you always seem to be very like level-headed and you can tell that like you spurred yourself binly in that sense but I find it is like a really nice refreshing thing because I feel like you from what I can see there's probably been a lot of work behind the scenes but you've managed to hit that nice point where bodybuilding aids you helps you it, it does it it's the positive but it doesn't get too much where it's like all self-consuming that's what from my perspective what I've been able to see with yourself with like you know taking time away to go and work on getting your period back many if you were all your bikini girl I think quite a few people would put that aside for their competitive goals but you put that forward which I think is really cool even you talking about like taking time away from the stage like you said it so like calmly and just like yeah like taking time for the stage it's cool I've got other shit like it's nice it's nice to like see and obviously the listeners couldn't see like your face when you were saying it but you were saying it was just like such like calmness and like not at peace but it was just like a nice vibe yeah I feel like when you know it's the right time you just kind of know and I'm actually really excited for the next few years um there's like a lot of things to look forward to and I will damn right still be still be there you know cheering on all my friends at shows 100% um but but yeah I I think I've been I've been um guilty of not giving my family and friends my like whole self which I think any bikini girl or any athlete will, will say you can be there physically but just sometimes you're just not there mentally um you know I look forward to I'm just look forward to being able to give back to like my family like I love my niece and nephew to pieces yeah um and like you know just being able to see them and actually I think I ran like she like sorry I know you're trying to win but she like yeah. she wanted to run to the sweet shop and then she wanted to piggyback and I was like Erin I, I I can't I was like auntie Jessie's legs are very tired <laughs> I can't give you a piggyback but like little things like that that I miss yeah. like you know just have the energy to do that those kind of things but yeah I love that <laughs> I'm excited for the um 2024 pick and mix um chronicles to continue I'm, I'm here for it I mean you have to wait to 2024 for those chronicles they'll be I, I oh. said to the, the, the sweet shop I was like I'll be back next week it, it'll be worth it though like that sort of stuff like you can't rush perfection do you know what I mean no, I know that I don't just want like I know that when I go to her shop she has like the best stuff um but yeah you just, you just gotta have what you like haven't you like <laughs> some people like to have like watermelon and yogurt when they go off stage that's fine I like do what you do what you do some people want a big dirty burger I want sweets so. see I'm a mixture I like my water watermelon coconut water pick and mix 
I did have watermelon this time, um, pick a mix, and then we made fajitas and nachos because I just wanted something like wholesome. At the um, sort of bringing this straw around, at the um, NEC, there's a Five Guys, so I'm quite tempted by that because I do actually like a Five Guys. <laughs> so I'm flinging the straw at Jess that I found. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sounds good, folks. But thank you so much for coming on. Have you done a podcast? No, no, thank you for having me. Um, I've done Hannah Ware's podcast, but one thing we didn't we didn't actually touch on, um, just so I can tell, tell you now, um, is this podcast was um like when I competed in when I decided to compete in 2019, I found this podcast, oh. um, and you were like, I used to listen to it on my walks, like when I lived at my mom's, and like I can remember the routes I used to take and like the podcasts I used to listen to. We had like Phoebe Hagen. Kerry like Jay Jocelyn um and I used to think like wow these people like who are they and obviously you were like this mystery person that like no one knew like I I didn't know what you looked like you were to me were just a voice that I used to hear all the time (laughs) Um, and it honestly made me because I completely prepped alone I didn't know anyone like this pardon yeah (laughs) sorry I've turned the video (laughs) off this voice I used to hear and I'm like you never I think you used to say your name but um I don't know I just must have never searched on Instagram but um or you just used to say Jasmine yeah yeah so there was like I didn't know and then and it kind of made me feel like part of a community when I'd like knew no one and then like now it's mad because I used to think that like the likes of Kerry and, and and Phoebe and all these people that you had on were like, you know, these, I used to put them on this big pedestal. And now, like, I know that I could just message them. Yeah. And they'd like, like, I speak to Kerry, like, you know, we reply to each other's stories and stuff like that. But, and it's like, wow. It, when I look back, I'm like, I used to think that they were like, I mean, obviously she's incredible anyway, but yeah. I used to think they were like the big, bodybuilding superstars and I would always be like do you know what I mean like so far away from where they are and now it's just like it's such a nice little community and it's feel like I like I'm fully a part of it but yeah I just think that I wanted to say to you anyway at one point about the podcast was like I listened to it from like day one of me deciding that I was going to do this that's mad I like that stuff I want to give you a hug if I can't Fuck Zoom, man. Fuck Zoom. <laughs> uh, enough of the emotional shits. <laughs>